Welcome to the Christmas Eve podcast of The Truth Must Be Told. I'm so glad you joined me on this program. Well, it's Christmas Eve here in Alabama, and I'm so happy to be here. Just so glad to be here with you tonight. Now, I don't know whether you are listening or viewing the program, but Merry Christmas to you all. To all my listeners and viewers out there on Rumble and... uh, Spotify and all the other places that you tune in. Uh, Merry Christmas to my listeners on uh, Impact Radio USA. Again, welcome. So glad that you're here. Uh, you know, it's Christmas Eve, and I've been thinking a lot about Christmas, and this year it's just been very, very tough. We're all going through some very, very difficult times. And I didn't want to get into a, a position here of just reaching out and, and um, you know, and, and, and to, to, to blast you with anything. <laughs> or I don't, I don't know how to say that. But I'm just, I, I just feel that it's just a time of quietness, a time of reflection. It's a very important time of the year. Now, we don't know whether Jesus was born on December 25th or not. We're not sure. Um, But it is a significant time, a time to remember that God gave his gift of his son to the world so that we can have eternal life through him. And, you know, I think about this time of the year and growing up, and I remember, you know, not believing in Santa Claus anymore, and... You know, but I never thought my parents lied to me about Santa Claus. I just realized it was a time of the year, a time of the season. But I remember growing up and every year my we would watch the uh, the uh, the Christmas Carol was played, all different versions, Alistair Sims version, uh, the one with Gene Lockhart uh, 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 that was with uh, Reginald Reginald uh, Owens, I believe. And those were the staples of the night. And then we would tune into uh, Channel 11 WPIX every night because they had the Yule Log, which was burning from Gracie Mansion in uh, in New York. And they would play that, and they would simulcast, simulcast music on one of the FM radio stations so you can listen to Christmas music. And that was our Christmas Eve. And sometimes we'd open presents. I think we open presents mostly on Christmas Eve. We'd stay up till midnight, and we'd have eggnog, and we'd open our presents. And you know, it it was just really, it was just a special time, a time of family getting together. I remember my uh, my father working so hard to make sure that we had a great Christmas, and it was just a, a wonderful time, a joyful time when we would uh, share uh, just love for each other and and gifts. And uh, we'd watch watch movies like The Bishop's Wife and things like that. And it was just, again, just a a great time, a knowing time when we would would share. It was something special. I mean, things leading up to that, we would watch the Charlie Brown Christmas. We'd watch all the... the, uh, the uh, animations from uh, uh, the claymations from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and, you know, and, and uh, uh, 
you know, with Burl Ives singing in there, and it was always just brought out the Christmas. Even the commercials were Christmas-based. I mean, those things were brought to you by Norelco. Even our name says Merry Christmas. I remember that. And it was just a very precious and very solemn time to be together. Uh, we would open presents, and uh, then that, you know, that following day, we would be getting together with family. Uh, friends would stop over. You know, we'd exchange gifts with them, and um, some memorable gifts I got on Christmas. One was a drum set. I'll never forget that. And uh, another one was, uh, I got a T-Rex. It was a Styrofoam T-Rex. Uh, I've got pictures of that somewhere. I mean, one of these days, I'll find them and put it up. And my silly uncle put a hat on and a cigarette in its mouth. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> um, and then I got my first BB run, BB gun. I guess that's why the movie uh, A Christmas Story kind of appeals to me because that was, you know, I wanted to get a, a, a gun and, and my dad bought me a, a, a Daisy BB rifle, which I still have, by the way. It's hanging up in my shed, actually. Uh, but those things were... Uh, those things were special. Those times were special. Uh, I wish I had hears from some of you as to what special times you would have. But Christmas Day, we would get together either, either at our house or my grandmother's house. And uh, when my grandmother cooked, it was a typical Italian Christmas. There were, oh gosh, it was everything was laid out. Uh, and it was just a, a time when we enjoyed being together a time when we enjoyed each other's company. And we'd celebrate Christmas. And, you know, it was, though raised Catholic, you know, we yes, it was celebrating the birth of Christ, but we didn't realize what that really meant. Um, but it was just a wonderful, it was just a wonderful time. And I always get very nostalgic at this time of the year when I think. And even <clears throat> as we got older, with my kids growing up, it was amazing to see their uh, the amount of presents they've had because they would get from the relatives and everything because I remember having to fill my van <laughs> with Christmas gifts. Uh, and we would have fun together. There were, there were times when, you know, we would wait till Christmas. Uh, and with the way uh, my wife and I did it was we would do Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, um, and we'd put the presents out. We wouldn't put the presents out until the kids went to bed. And then we would uh, enjoy, you know, we would enjoy putting the presents out together that Christmas Eve. And, you know, we woke up Christmas morning with the kids and it was exciting. Uh, one year I did a bust though. I didn't wrap any of their presents. I left them all out in the open with their names on them. I thought maybe that would be fun, but that didn't go over too well. I guess that killed some of the excitement. I'd like to know how some of you guys done it. So if you... You know, email me at the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear some of your Christmas stories. It'd be wonderful. Maybe I'll share some of them here. Uh, but it's just a, a wonderful time. It was just a wonderful time of, of uh, just enjoying the love, enjoying the togetherness, especially as a Christian. I remember, I remember the first Christmas that my, my dad and mom spent as a Christian. Uh, it, it was... It was different. The, the, it seems to be once you understand why Christ came, you know, it, it, has, uh, it makes a significant change in, in how you feel about the day. But, you know, one of the things that uh, 
you know, one of the things, again, like I said, we would watch A Christmas Carol. And we watch old Scrooge go through um, being haunted by three spirits, uh, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, who was always a jolly type of guy, and uh, the ghost of uh, Christmas yet to come. And, uh, you know, we, we never got into a habit of, like, reading A Christmas Carol, but we would, but we would, uh, we would watch it. And uh, one of the things that, that got to me was, uh, and I always thought about this, you know, is that the, when Scrooge's nephew, Fred, came into Scrooge's uh, workhouse and wished him a Merry Christmas, and they went through a little dialogue together, and um, I, I remember uh, Fred, said, uh, Fred said, you know, he said, well, he says, a lot good that Christmas have done, has done you, Scrooge said to Fred, and Fred in return said, there are many things from which I might have derived good, by which I have not profited. I dare say, returned the nephew, Christmas among the rest. But I am sure I have always thought of Christmas time when it has come around, apart from the veneration due to its sacred name and origin. If anything belonged to it, it can be apart from that. As a good time, a kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people below them as if they really were fellow passengers to the grave. Not another race of creatures bound on others' journeys. And therefore, uncle, although it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe it has done me good and will do me good. And I say, God bless it. And, you know, to that, um, uh, uh, his Clark starts clapping. Bob Cratchit starts clapping. (laughs) And Scrooge says, just another word out of you, and you'll spend Christmas by losing your situation. And he turns to his uncle and he he turns to his nephew and says, you're a powerful speaker, sir. I'm surprised you're not in Parliament. Well, you know, it is true. Christmas is a time, a forgiving time. Unfortunately, through the years, we have made it a time of merchandise. We've made it a time of, um, of uh, well, as Scrooge said, a time of buying. Find yourself not one hour richer. But he missed the point. And I think, uh, I think, we have lost the point, and uh, uh, I, I, um, I was listening to a Randy Stonehill song today that I thought about a long time. It's called uh, Christmas Carol for All Year Round, and in it the words are, um, I wonder if this Christmas they'll begin to understand that this G- Jesus that they speak about is much more than a man. Uh, you know, and it, it, his birth was very, very important, and um, it... it it's just something that we really should treasure and we should remember. And uh, aside from the the typical um, the typical um, uh, um, uh, you know merchandising of Christmas and making it all about the you know all about the greed, about the avarice, and what gifts am I getting? What gifts am I giving? 
uh, you know, people have given us gifts for Christmas this year, which I'm very grateful for. Unfortunately, I couldn't give back out, and I'm hoping that they understand. We just are not in a place. And it's sad because we. Uh, I'm praying that next Christmas we'll be able to do something because I have a, a grandchild on the way uh, who's supposed to be here tomorrow. <laughs> so I pray for Corey. Uh, but I'd love to see my grandson. I'd love to see my two granddaughters. I haven't seen them in almost three years. My daughter has some kind of out with me, and I haven't spoken to her in, in quite a while. And just pray for her and her husband and her children. Uh, I can't share what's going on, but pray for them. But Christmas should be a time of when families get together and remember why we celebrate this day, why this day is so important. So I thought it would be pro appropriate to read from the scripture um, about the birth of Christ. So without further ado, I'm going to do that, <laughs> okay? So uh, just bear with me. I will do my best with narrations. But here we go. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, First, excuse me, to firstborn a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, the, what had been told to them about this child. All who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things 
they had heard and seen, which, they, which were just as they were told. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph was a husband, was her husband and a righteous man, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. This all took place to fulfill what the Lord said through the prophet, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who had been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route.
And as that last slide says, wise men still seek him. Jesus' birth in Bethlehem was very special. God incarnate. God in the flesh. Who has been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> Before the worlds were created. Book of John says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that had been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world. Though the world was made through Him, the world did not recognize Him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not recognize him. Yet to all who received him, to all who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Very special. You know, um, there's a song that um, uh, that came out, and I, I wanted to actually sing it to you tonight. But... Uh, while I can download the karaoke version of background vocalist for this thing, I could not um, podcast it out unless I paid them a licensing fee, which I was not ready to do. I didn't have the money for that. So I'm going to read the lyrics of this as a poem. And because people miss out on what the true meaning of Christmas is. But let me read this to you. It's not just about the manger where the baby lay. It's not all about the angels who sang for him that day. It's not just about the shepherds or the bright and shining star. It's not all about the wise men who traveled from afar. It's about the cross. It's about my sin. It's about how Jesus came to be born once so we could be born again. It's about the stone that was rolled away so that you and I, can, you and I could have real life someday. It's about the cross. It's not just about the presence underneath the tree. And it's not all about the feeling that this season brings to me. It's not just about coming home to be with those you love. It's not all about the beauty in the snow I'm dreaming of. It's about the cross. Now the beginning of the story is wonderful and great, but it's the ending that can save you, and that's why we celebrate. It's about the cross. 
It's about my sin. It's about how Jesus came to be born once so that we could be born again. It's about God's love nailed to a tree. It's about every drop of blood that flowed from him when it should have been me. It's about the stone that was rolled away so that you and I could have real life someday. It's about the cross. That's the true message of Christmas, the cross of Christ. So my Christmas wish to you is that you have a blessed day with your family and friends. And remember, Christmas, even though this story is wonderful and great about the birth of Christ that we celebrate, it's the ending that's more important. Jesus came to die on a cross for you. Let's not forget that. That's why we celebrate this day. Because Christ, on that dreaded day, gave his life so that we could have eternal life with God. So I want to say God bless you and Merry Christmas. And um, I don't think we're going to be doing a show next week. I think I'm going to take the week off so we can start January fresh. So I hope you enjoy. Keep us in prayer. And please just, uh, you know, keep looking to Jesus. Enjoy the Christmas music as this uh, ends out. God bless you. Take care. Merry Christmas to you all.